Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurberg's back. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Well, well, that's different, huh? It's a little... Uh... Yeah, the, uh, the, the, pop of the pop of the can sounds a little bit different tonight is because we got our first sponsor, Post Meridian uh, Canned Cocktails, right here from Atlanta, Georgia. So this is a margarita that I'm pouring myself. What do you guys have? I went with the Mai Tai. And I got the Vodka Gimlet. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Mm. They were doing a little taster. Man, that doesn't, that smells stout. (laughs) Oh, goodness. It is real liquor in the can, real fruit juices, real everything. So, uh, yeah. I haven't had a mixed drink in a while. So, this is going to be new. (laughs) You're you're going to be fun tonight, Ryan. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. They were uh, doing a little taster thing up at their uh, facilities off of Hal Mill, Chattahoochee, over there by Second Self and those breweries and everything. And uh, one of my buddies uh, works for them, doing a lot of their event coordinating or most of their all of their event coordinating and other things. So we were talking, and he offered to uh, sponsor the episode. So thanks to the guys at Post Meridium, we'll be drinking margaritas, mai tais, gimlets, old fashions, daiquiris tonight, all on their buck. I really expected to have so much kick. This is, uh, it seems well worth it. Yeah. It's, well, the thing I think that's deceiving about it is these cans look so small, but once you pour it over ice, it's a legit cocktail. I mean, yeah. I was going to pour two in. I'm like, nope, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, save that, save that, save that. Anyhow, let's get started, guys. Uh, good weekend uh, for both of you. Yeah, for the most part. All right. Excellent. Yeah. United lost, whatever. It happens a lot more often. Braves lost, United lost. A lot both <laughs> baseball. So you said that United lost, knowing that neither of us would care about that whatsoever at all. And then you had to throw in their Braves loss just to make me feel bad. And uh, I still don't fun. care. And Ryan still doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I saw that um, not only did the Braves like lose though, but they got swept, right? Yeah, I don't think it was swept. Was it swept? I don't know. Uh, that's what that's what Google Alerts told me. Okay, well, if Google Alerts said it, then it must be true. I don't know. Sometimes I mean, they tell me it tells me weird things, and you guys are like, no, and and then you're right. So Google lies sometimes. Don't trust. Don't automatically trust the Googler. I do not trust Google in general. That's like, just quick, hard. let's Google that and see if they they were right. <laughs> let's sometimes not. Ryan reads it wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. last week the uh, Panthers didn't do so hot. Uh, two out of three. Uh, two and three. Two wins, three losses. Games are coming down, but not many games anymore because we really only have a couple of sports that are still playing. So, uh, yeah. Anyhow, cool. How's um um? Do we do we do uh, more tennis, or were we done with tennis last week? And I was too drunk to remember. Yeah, tennis is done. Men's and women's tennis are both done. All we got going on: beach volleyball is done. Uh, I think women's tennis has been done for two weeks now, Ryan. So, um, really, all we got left going on is a baseball, softball. And the women's track and field, they had a meet up in uh, in Athens. And uh, I was reading the, the, the coverage of it. Some of the ladies did personal bests and or, you know, conference best, but didn't really take any, any hardware from the, the meet itself. So the conference tournament is coming up for women's track and field uh, May 13th through 15th. So maybe we'll see something going on there. All right. Cool. Uh, let's see. Baseball. 1-1 against Coastal Carolina, who was behind us in the standings, and then they dropped the next two, uh, the last of which, 10-12. to 12. 
I hate when you score a lot of runs and you lose a game. That yeah. sucks. If you, you score 10 runs, you feel like, all right, that game's in the bag. And the other jerks from Conway end up scoring 12. Yeah, that's a lot of, that's a lot of runs across the board. Yeah, yeah so now we're, we're in solidly in last place of the East and tied with Monroe as worst overall in the conference. Own it. Own it. It's so weird, though, for a team that is has great wins at the beginning of the season to just kind of fall apart and not be able to put anything else together. It's uh, Do, do all teams make the uh, Sunbelt championships or no? Yeah, I think I think all teams make the tournament, uh, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But, I mean, I just don't have a lot of confidence in the team based off the way the season's gone so far. I want to. It's a good team, good players on the team. I like the coaching, but I don't know what it is. It's just got some kind of things aren't clicking when they need to. These are just practice rounds. We're fine. Yeah, we'll get to the tournament. We'll just, you know, own it. Just win it. We're, we're, we're saving our wins for late in the season. Pulling App State basketball or something. I don't know. Uh, we play at Belmont uh, this weekend, and then after that, it's just the last two conference series, Texas State and Little Rock, and then that will go on to the, the tournament. Uh, so in about three, I guess that's like three weeks or something. Uh, softball still struggling, lost at Kennesaw, uh, lost – or I guess uh, went one and two against Monroe. Sorry, sorry, one and one at Monroe. Game was canceled. They had a game canceled. I didn't even see why it was canceled. There was nothing about from Georgia State that I saw through my extensive research about why that game was canceled. But I would assume it's because we wanted to leave Monroe. <laughs> like, all right, we got our win. We're taking off. We're leaving here. One win, out. We're done. Out. We got our win. Out. We're out of here. Uh, see, uh, they got last regular season games. This week they're hosting the Trash Down South uh, Thursday and Friday. So, Who are our last uh, baseball games against again? We are at Texas State, and we host Little Rock to end up the season. Okay. Those are formidable series. They're 9-9 nine and nine in the conference, both of them right now. They both have losing overall records, so they're, they're six yeah. games. It's close. They're 9-9. Nine and nine. We're 7-11. and 11. So, yeah, it's not out, out of uh, reach. But, again, again, we just played Coastal, who's last place in the East, and we gave up 10 runs in a game to lose to lose it. So, I don't know. I want to. I, I got faith, but, man – they're making it hard this season. So this was like an experiment. Was it worth it? Playing these super hard teams at the beginning of the season? Or is it just like, man, eh, you know, we're, this is a building year. Play the teams. Why not? I don't know if that had an impact on it, right? I mean, do you think that because they played them, they, it took the juice out of them later on? I, you know, I, I doubt that. I don't know. I feel like they kind of played consistently throughout. They would win one game and then lose the rest. We did the same thing. They got one good pitcher. That's what it, I mean. Me having not watched a single game, couldn't name a single person. They've got one good pitcher in the rotation. Uh, yeah, and he hasn't been playing. So and he only uh, plays one game a series. <laughs> he plays no. He plays like one game a season. It looks like maybe two games <laughs> a season. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So we'll hopefully you know the the conference tournaments will uh, or championships will turn it around, but. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's a women's track and field. So, yeah, that's really it for the uh, the non-football, non-basketball uh, sports right now. Uh, definitely heading into the dead time. So, what is it? The, uh, the athletic year ends at the end of June and starts back up July 1st. I have no idea. Is that like a NCAA athletic year? Like a oh, – no clue. Yeah, it makes sense. You start up before the fall classes begin. It's like the school season, basically. Yeah, it's like, like this. It's a fiscal August year. to May or something. Fiscal year of athletics, basically. Yeah. I think that's how uh, 
they, the pack does their donations, their members and, and th everything like that. It's not really? a, a calendar year. It's based off of the athletic year. Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea that huh. I, um, I, yeah, that's weird. Cause I always get my, I always, so technically my pack donation is for the previous year, every, every year, because if I get it done early enough in the year, it's actually for the previous calendar year type of thing. Okay, I don't Maybe. know how weird accounting you've got going on over there, H and R Block, but well, I'm in I'm in the same <laughs> year as last year's uh, football season, right? The same athletic year. Uh, uh, yes, I think if you pay in January, you're... I pay in like January. I pay as early as they will let me. When they send me an email saying, "Here's your you want your season tickets," I buy them. So do I'm you, technically. Do you care which year of athletics you're actually donating to right now? Well, the thing that I'm saying is that the weird the weird thing is when the football season starts, I will not be a PAC member because I will have paid in January. No, I think, uh, but what you've paid for is the athletic year. So it'll be through uh, July through the following year. I don't oh, know. I prepaid for it. I get you. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I forget. I do the, I break my, my donation out over the course of the 12 months because if they let you do that, why don't you do that? Which actually, that that part is actually January through December. It's not I do like I do the five month option because you don't you can't automatically do twelve months. I don't think you can do five, five months for tickets, but your pack donation can be crossed out over. Oh, uh, but I just do it all in one transaction. Yeah, I'm lazy and I don't want to spend uh, extra money on them, so I just do it that way. Fair. Either way, uh, I remember I was uh, yeah, a member of the pack board, and it was around June of the year, and I was like, I don't think I ever re-signed up to do my monthly <laughs> contribution, and I reached out to Athletics, and I'm like, hey. Uh, have I been paying you guys? And they're like, oh, you are not a pack member right now. You are not a member. You are not a member. <laughs> That's funny. So I just do it one getting... Oh, sorry. This drink is getting easier to drink. Yeah, it's, it's weird how when you drink something, it gets easier and easier yeah. to drink it. Yeah. Except for I just, I just go the one fail swoop. I just give them all the money. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> I'm terrible. Then, then I for, if I don't pay them, I forget. And then they kind of harass you a little bit. Oh, I just like, automate it. I'm like, sign me up for five months, and they just auto draft it every well, month. Well, we got a little something today since uh, you know, big dollar, big spending money. Tim over here, he decided that he wanted to uh, pay his donation in full. We got a, uh, you got a little PDF, kind of showing us what's uh, what's going to what? be happening with facilities, right? The athletics oh. neighborhood. How come I don't have this? What is this? I don't have it either. He sent it to me. He sent it I to me. I thought everyone had it. Yes, it's you're you're high fluting now, man. You're in the uh, upper echelon. Look at those blue lights. We need to do that for real. Oops. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So I like this. So they they're showing the athletics, um, and so for everybody listening on just the podcast, we are showing this uh, this PDF file on our screen. You can check it out on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, for those of you watching it live. Yeah. Uh, you can see it right now. So yeah, yeah, they've got this great rendering of Center Park Stadium. The in the rendering, the finish, uh, baseball, softball, the Convocation Center, uh, the volleyball courts up in uh, the beach volleyball, and the what I guess volleyball takes over sports arena. You mm -hmm. can see the soccer back where the old football uh, facility is, and then the Cheney Park over there by Ryan. Track and field. Track and field. So, and it's cool the way they did the lighting of it with the whole like the blue going up. And so, I'm saying that for every game we win, no matter what sport, this needs to happen across the city, right? We just do. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a big proponent that even like away games, they need to light it blue uh, at the stadium <clears throat> or whatever. 
Yeah, I'm I'm surprised they don't. I'm frustrated they don't. We need to go fund me. When they started, <laughs> no more GoFundMe's. Uh, when they started doing the light at blue thing, I made a comment uh, on some social media at saying like, you know, we need to get blue lights throughout all of campus, all of downtown, like every every intersection, every corner, every building should be lit blue. And I forget who it was with athletic or with the university, but someone said like, you know, we've got plans, and I'm like, all right, I'm in. And then, uh, yeah, nothing's ever happened that, that way. Maybe they mean those little blue boxes that you can call a cop if something happens to you downtown. David, big plans. That's what they've got. <laughs> they are big plans. They're going to announce it tomorrow. <clears throat> so what else we got in here? <laughs> what else we got in here? Uh, talking about Center Park Stadium. Most of this is you know just history at this point because it's done. But there was one thing that I found cool about it was they got they break it down into phase one, two, three, and four. Uh, phase three was completed in August, 2019. So we're in phase four and that is the indoor practice facility at $7.5 million uh, cost. Okay. So, now get the GoFundMe started. I hope that's <laughs> the lowest priority thing on the athletics list. Right I hope now. so. Yeah. No, I, we'll get to the place that I think is the lowest uh, priority, but yeah, but it's kind of cool to see that there was a, even just somebody asking today on Panther talk where, where the, the next thing's going after baseball, softball, what are we looking at next? And they asked about indoor practice facility. And I think Ben was like, no, I don't think it's going to be there. But no, that is that is the next thing as far as football goes, is uh, actually, according to this uh, document. It's printed, man. It's got to be real. Wait, it's on the internet. It's I mean, it, was, it was sent to Tim. So, of course, it's got to be legit, right? Sent to Tim and no one else. <laughs> I thought I was like behind the times. I'm like, oh, man, this was, I got this two hours ago. I'm behind. This you know one, what? Honestly, I may have gotten it and just haven't like you probably deleted it. emails yet. Exactly. <laughs> I will admit that uh, some of this actually does look familiar to me, but then I've, a lot of the stuff we had, I know we've seen before, but some of the like that that opening page, the lights, that looks familiar. But then again, we drink a lot and we forget about a lot of things that happen to us. <laughs> everything, uh, everything with the convocation center seems to. It, it feels like they've they've not been making a lot of progress lately, but maybe they're just making it more on the ground. Well, like, I saw one of those, uh, like the, the cement trucks over there, the big, huge pipe that kind of pushes the cement down. So maybe they're finally getting foundation laid now that they have the steel beams all in place around the, the whole thing. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Hey, man, I, I might lose power. I, I don't know if you guys have a crazy storm going on, but oh, as soon as you said that, I started getting some thunder around here. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but with the convocation center, I mean, so Tim, did you have anything? Ryan, you've not seen this yet. Tim, you've seen it. Do you have anything more about the the state uh, football stadium before I move on? The convocation center. The, the football, football stadium. Football stadium. Oh, you weren't on it. That's all. I, I haven't seen that field. Uh, the the field with the yeah that the, yeah yeah. I'm sorry. The with the um, graduation set up like yeah. that. That's not how Foo Fighters were set up. Well, that's graduation. I got food at the top. That's graduation. That Who's in the top photo? Is there a way you can change it so it's like full page, one page, or not? Uh, where we see oh, just yeah. that instead of our beautiful faces? Nah, we're, we're, no, we're no, no, no. Like just the one page of the document. Oh, uh, but it's the concert on the top page, and that's the Foo Fighters concert, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we got Foo Fighters. And we have the, the 1079 uh, birthday bash coming up here this summer. Yeah. Concert. So. We need more concerts in there, man. I don't know why I only got the one, but it's a great venue for that. It was awesome, especially yeah. in our suite. <laughs> yes, it was nice. Especially that. Yeah. So we've seen these these three pictures already. Really, the only three things that have been going on about the convocation center, but they have these two other pictures. This inside rendering 
brand yeah. new or and then uh this like kind of schematic layout so uh i mean Tim, I, don't know what about. I, I immediately looked into this schematic layout of, of everything the schedule right yeah so and i was trying to you know figure well my first thing was like you know where are the suites and uh, if there's any kind of club seating or whatever and i started thinking things were were club seating that are i don't think are anymore i think that these two areas back here are mm -hmm. uh, locker rooms for men's and women's locker rooms i think cool. they'll have, i think they'll have their own locker room back there and i think down here in this uh which would be the northwest corner i think that's gonna be your visitor team locker room where are you pointing at yeah. The bottom, bottom, the bottom left corner. I don't know. Can you can you not see my cursor? I don't know if you can see. I can oh, see it. it is. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you look at so if you look at the render up top, I think the teams are going to come out of those two tunnels and they're going to be on the lower level. Their mm -hmm. locker rooms. Yeah. Every, everything is lower level because if you look up here in this um, this rendering here, there is nothing in these top areas. But behind that uh, upper level, there's nothing up there. That's just right. Wild. But I feel like the architectural diagram is that mid level, right? I think the teams are going to come out of the tunnels that you can see in the far think, left and right. I disagree. I think that all this stuff we see on the sides over here, I think that's all actually underneath the seats. I think I it's think. concourse. I'm going with it. Okay. What's the dark green? I don't know. Honestly, I'm wondering <laughs> if someone actually just like printed on a post-it note and photocopied over this whole thing because that's what it looks like to me. Let's yeah. get someone highlighted it. <laughs> I think that's going to be a uh, either a classroom or kind of like a, a room for the coaches to take the players to you know look at film or whatever they do with their meeting their meeting area. I think that's oh. that area. I'm going with club. I'm still going with it because the last photo and the whole thing. Yeah, well, I know what you're saying, but I think that's going to be along this concourse area. But I did notice uh, in the there's looks like they're here. In the four corners, it looks like we have concession areas. So All right. four, four different concessions points. I see bathrooms. Uh, I think they're what may be, I, I think this may, the on the either side of the locker rooms, I think that's going to be the men's and women's coaches' um, offices, or at least an office for game day. I'm not sure if they're going to do their office, keep their offices at Sports Arena or over here. Uh, but I don't really know if I see necessarily a uh, clubs or suites in this whole thing. But, I don't know, man. Just that one thing is what I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's it towards the end of the document. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Looking at this rendering of the inside of the stadium, I think so. This is facing north. I believe we're going to have the players' benches are going to be here on the east side, and I say that because I see stairs coming down to what will probably be courtside seating on the west side here. Right. That makes sense. Can we can we talk about how they didn't fill the house in the rendering? That's literally a note. <laughs> that's literally a note I have in here. Uh, <laughs> why don't you have that? And well, they are watching nothing. Exactly. There are no players on the court. There are no. <laughs> there are no coaches. No any. This is. Uh, they're they're waiting. Like, for the this game. is like twenty minutes before the game. Before people have you know all come in. Yeah, we we haven't even put the chairs out yet. Yeah, the, <laughs> the the press don't even have their seats set up. This is this, this is like the night before, you know, the day before. Everybody oh, no, these are all the all the really just hardcore fans that have this camped, is, they're going to camp out in their seats. It's just the dress rehearsal for the game that's the next day. <laughs> but yeah, I did notice that, right? Because I think when we did the renderings of Georgia State Stadium at first, they did actually have uh, you know a game going on. And uh, against, of course, it was against Southern because that's who's who we were obsessed with talking about ever, all the time. But uh, yeah, why, why, why not have something going on here? Not what happens? 
Speaking of that, you'll see at, at the center, there's no scoreboard, no video board up top. Looks like they're doing video boards in the corner. And I don't know why they have one large one on one side and a tiny one on the other side. Yeah, the uh, scale of the two boards is very non-soothing to me. And so are they going to do the same thing on the opposite side? Is it going to be like flip-flop? I don't know. Why don't you have – we not afford four large video boards. We can only afford two large ones and two small ones. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Like I, The only thing I, I think I messaged you about was like, well, maybe they don't want a big – you know, scoreboard hanging down the center court because it'll take away from the window. That's a good point. That's a good point. Speaking of the window, I like the size of it. I don't know why it's got a little up top spot on the northeast side and not on the northwest side, maybe because of the video board. But I was thinking how cool would it be if we actually put the band in that back section behind that basket? Uh, and so the band is kind of facing everybody and everybody gets to face the band and the, the window there. Yeah, I like it. Versus being in a corner, which is they've been in because there was no real ability for them to play behind a basket. I don't know if, if other college basketball teams like put their bands behind a basket, but I, I like that area there. I'm that curious about I'm curious about what's below the concourse because there are stairs in the architectural drawing. You can see them. So I want to know if that's like accessible by the public or is this just here's your concourse level. Enter, go to your seats and that's it. There are stairs that go up to the 200 levels, right, that you can see around the green highlighted area, which I – that one last rendering, it says club something, right? And right. it has well, that, a picture pointed up to like 210. Right, right, yeah. Well, it does, it does look on the west side over there, which would be on the, the courtside seating area. If there's any form of a club or suite area for fans to congregate, it looks it's like – that's where it is because if you look on the opposite side where I think that the locker rooms are going to go, that's um, that's all blocked off. There's no windows, no people, no anything right there at all. But, I mean, you look at this thing. This is all arena. This is all basketball. Like th these back walls behind the upper levels, that's the wall of the stadium. Like it doesn't right. go back any further. That's it. If you, if you drive by and you see that, it's very, very obvious. So that, That's fine, though. I mean, it's, it's still bigger, isn't it, than sports arena? And oh, yeah. Much bigger, yeah, seventy five hundred uh, seating. But I think that seventy five hundred may be if they're doing something. They actually have seats on the court as well. I don't know if that's true or not. Seventy five hundred max capacity. I don't know if that uh, if is is for a basketball layout or for something else. It looks like a pretty good size, though. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad at it. Oh, I'm excited about it. That window is amazing. Uh, it's sexy as hell all the way around. I wish they would have put the the renderings of the logos on there because I know they're going to want to put that stupid uh, word mark under the Panther head, but I'm hoping we get the Panther head. Are they not going to put the, um, the center scoreboard in the middle, the, the video board thing? You like that uh, Mai Tai, right? You missed that entire conversation. <laughs> with Did you not see me walk away? Oh no, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm staring at this uh, awesome. Uh, segment <laughs> I, wa I wandered part. away a little bit. <laughs> what was the conversation? I <laughs> no, it looks like they have the scoreboards and the, the video boards are going to be in the corners and, and different and weird scale. Well, they, <laughs> they, they just bought that thing. The like, it, I feel like it was just a few years ago that they bought the new the new scoreboard. Yeah, that was Ooh. the wasn't it the, uh, the 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 shot bought that uh, that scoreboard. Maybe. I think so. 
Yeah. I think, I think they came out after the shot. It was That's a for huge, Volo, right? It was a huge upgrade though. I mean, that old one was terrible <laughs> and the new one was like is is super sharp. It's much better. Much better. I don't know why they wouldn't reuse it. It's for volleyball yeah. now. They need it. Yeah, right? I, mean, I mean the sports run is not going away. Well, that scoreboard could. Well, could. But it's time for new, Ryan. It's time for new. All right. So I'm gonna make a bet right now. Uh oh. Bet with you, David. The players will come out from those tunnels, and they will. Yeah, the rooms will be below it. We yeah. can't see right now. You can't yeah. see oh down there, Lord, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that northeast tunnel right there is where the Georgia State basketball teams will come out, men's and women's. And the northwest tunnel right there is where the opposing teams' locker room or opposing team will come out. Yes, I agree. What should I do next, a daiquiri or a gimlet? I moved on to the mai tai that you had first, and it's uh, quite spicy and delicious. I like it. I told you. I went on, yeah, I went on to the daiquiri. Uh, it's quite potent. The gimlet's actually really smooth. So I think that's what I'm going to switch to. That's what yeah. I was looking forward to the most. But I thought mai tai was like the safest. Gimlet <laughs> is the one for the out of the postpartum uh, drinks. Gimlet is the one that genuinely, based off talking to my buddy over there, and then to a few people around while, while I was at the event, gimlet's the one that tends to get the best review. They like the gimlet the best. Uh, so far, it's my fave. I've had all of them, and I would say the gimlet is uh, right up there, probably my favorite. But then the margarita and the old fashioned are right there with it. To me, the daiquiri and the mai tai come in uh, just slightly behind, but mm-hmm. not not a significant difference. I would drink all of these. I think they're great with these tiny little cocktails. If you're a, I'm not a hiker. I'm not a camper. But if you're <laughs> a hiker and a camper and you like the booze. You can carry these things and not have to worry about carrying a whole bottle of liquor, a whole like bottle of mix. You know, you just need right. this and ice is all you need. But that's just me. People don't hike with ice. You're <laughs> you make ice by moving two sticks together very slowly. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, let's go hiking. Okay, I'll bring the ice. Uh... <laughs> well, if you have cocktails at a at a camp, you're gonna have uh ice there no. i've actually had the old-fashioned before um two of our friends that were going to get married and didn't because of covid uh delayed their wedding and they drove around and dropped off um you know everyone's kind of favorite cocktail that they know they like which is kind of a cool gesture by them because they couldn't get married really so the old-fashioned and it's solid uh my uh, favorite uh cocktail is uh pappy so they need to get me some Pappy bourbon. That's what I want. That's all you want. Yeah, yeah. Are there any plans in any of these? I, I I couldn't tell. I just they they kind of have generic, uh, like silver and West Indies rums in the daiquiri and. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, the uh, it's all it's all legit liquor. The uh, old fashioned with its bourbon is is bourbon. It is yeah by, by a federal mandate. It is. Oh uh, yeah, right. Has to be. Has to be the national spirit. So yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, well, enough on that. So yeah, you guys got anything else uh, on the uh, the convocation center we see here? Dear God, no. <laughs> I'm excited. Let's fast forward a year. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's be talking about this ex- this exact same thing just months away from it opening up. Uh, the next thing I had in here is a baseball complex and the softball complex, which I thought it was interesting that they priced them out separately. Uh, baseball at seven point five million, just like the indoor practice facility, because that's what things cost seven point five million. 
apparently. <laughs> Somebody, whoever is estimating, is just like, that seems like a nice number. And copy then, paste, copy paste, copy paste. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the nice things, you know, is it's a 1500 chair back seat. So, like, no more just plain old bleachers at a baseball game. You actually have a, a legit seat. Uh, so 1500 of those, but then the softball complex, which is uh, coming only in at, at $5 million, uh, because, you know, obviously, why would we spend the same amount of money on women as we do men? Uh, it's, it's significantly smaller. It's got 500 seats, but honestly, the cost per seat is higher at the softball complex. So you could really call the softball complex the more luxurious of the two. Uh, well, what if they're just making more money because they are or they cost less because they're buying in bulk? Okay. Uh, baseball has a video board, but softball has a video scoreboard. Whoa. There's your money. Uh, so uh, the, the baseball board will not be showing the score. No. <laughs> TV, of course. Some of the most important things here, they do say there will be concession stands at both, which I don't know if it'll be a shared concession stand uh, space, which could mm -hmm. be, I don't know. Either way, uh, will it be open? Because at Panthersville, the – you know, two games I've been to, it's not been open. They're not being selling anything. And then, of course, the most important question of all is, if you're not going to be selling booze, can I bring my own stuff inside? It does It does look um, like it's a shared concourse, which would, to me, mean that it would just be the same concession stands. Um, and I think in the spirit of baseball, you you should be allowed to bring your own, right? I mean, that's kind of how baseball works, isn't it? It's the way it kind of works at Panthersville right now. So it should yeah. be. Yeah. Isn't there no gate? Isn't this supposed to be open all the time? The you? area, the very far back area where Hank Aaron's memorial uh -oh. is going to be, will be available 24 seven. And that's that, that stretch that goes between the two. So I could see how they could block off the actual fields from that concourse, but you could still walk through anytime. Cause it, yeah. if you want to, if you want to go pay memoriam to Hank Aaron at three o'clock, a.m. on a Tuesday, you need to be able to get access to go do that. I could foresee us doing that. Um, like after last call somewhere in Summerhill, just being like, let's go. Let's go toast to Hank. Let's go toast to Hank. Let's toast one to Hank. <laughs> I got my I got my post meridian cocktail. Let's go. We make pretty stupid decisions <clears throat> at that yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see, move on. Uh, get to these Sports arena. There's a whole list of updates. They're going to do the sports arena, making it uh, basically volleyball court. Volleyball is like official home and, and just their home. But I'm like, all right, this is where I said, this is probably what's going to be coming in after indoor practice facility. They're talking about, you know, new retracting walls, new bleachers, new playing court, uh, upgraded locker rooms and offices. Seats. Yeah. $3 million that the cost for women's stuff just kept on going down further and further. Uh, strength and uh, conditioning upgrades. I just, I mean, no disrespect to the volleyball whatsoever at all. I've already made, you know, my comments about the women not getting as much as the men there. Uh, I think that this is what's going to be the last priority for uh, upgrades. Unless somebody, unless somebody comes in and commits money to this specific. Yeah. I mean, they kind of already have a venue to play in right now. Right. So yeah, well, they're getting the exact venue they play in currently, yeah. Right, just upgraded. So, I mean, it can wait for other things that need to move and get into downtown that are, you know, stuck yeah. in Panthers. You know, if it, and if we want them to get better facilities, we want this to happen faster, we need to start making volleyball a spectator sport. Let's start going out there and watch the games. 
I mean, is that upper right picture like literally have basketball players playing basketball on the court at the time? <laughs> well, it does say GSU Sports Arena, and that is home. The, yes, it, it will be the home of volleyball, but uh, in this picture, yeah. it's the home of basketball. Yeah, basketball is not going to be playing here. No. Nope. Yeah. No. No. Ever. All right. Uh, moving on to the soccer. Oh. The old football field being taken oh, by soccer. This hey, I, I like what they did with the place. This is what I find interesting is they talk about all the things that need to be done and they're listed as completed and then estimated budget 2.5 million. I'm like, well, but if they're completed, then why why is it an estimated budget? Well, not all of it's done, right? They still have spectator seating areas to do and grass, grass playing. playing. Yeah, yeah. And there, there's this whole just dirt field they have in the bottom right corner. Like they pulled up everything, and it's just a big dirt pile now. That's not know. even it, is it? You gotta you gotta sell it that there's nothing there. Yeah. I'm not convinced that that's the same place. I'm trying to figure out what that uh, could be, and that's all. That's all I've come up with is it's just the field there with the uh, the old football turf torn up. So it was turf. Like, <clears throat> turf there. We didn't. We didn't have grass. That's the that's the half field. I think right. Is that what that is? It's pointed at like where like Nick's Euro and um and and like all that stuff is. I, I think that's right above the liquor. That that building in the picture is right above the liquor store. I think the the former liquor store. No, there's a liquor store. Oh, no, yeah, no yeah. not at Azars, the new the new one neighborhood. By the way, that liquor. Azars sign hangs over the pool <laughs> of that apartment complex. Oh, <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. Was that scoreboard always there or is that new? That's the thing. That's what I don't recognize. <laughs> is this yeah. a deep Is this off this is just yeah, a... I don't know, man. But, I like that they changed the orientation of the field. That yeah. they they took the half field and and then the other half of the full field instead. I think that's the only way you can fit in a soccer field because it's wider. It's wider, which means you really only have that that backside practice field area where you can have any kind of stands and seating. You're not going to be able to have a seating area other than that northwest side of the soccer field. They could put some stands on top of the building. Yeah. Or, or they could just do like uh, you've been to Georgia Tech's uh, football field, with Bobby Dodd or whatever it's called. Once yeah. ever, yeah, and that in that end zone where they just have like out of nowhere, there's just a huge, massive cement end zone seating that just goes sky high. We just do that over that whole section behind the, the facility and have this huge area to watch it. Yeah, Ooh, that gimlet's nice, <laughs> right? Right, the gimlet yeah. is solid. Ooh, yeah, I might that could be trouble. <laughs> That's nice. All right, let's get, let's get through here. We got uh. Beach volleyball, beach volleyball. They have some upgrades to it, but it really doesn't need anything besides a little tiki bar. That's that's estimated five hundred thousand dollars to add the stuff there. No, but I see nothing about a tiki bar. I need a tiki bar at my beach volleyball courts. Yeah, it looks like they've got some um, palm trees. You know, those are already there. Oh, definitely up attendance have a tiki bar. That's all I'm saying. For sure, right? I mean, if you want people to come to places, serve alcohol. That's just that always works. Yeah, it's I've never weird. anybody that said I don't want anybody to come here. I'm opening a bar. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> then you can see a bra- basketball practice facility, which was our old swimming area. Uh, they got filled in, and uh, tennis, tennis, tennis. Actually, tennis moving to Clarkson, not not Peachtree City. Oh my lord! Are you kidding me? Look at that. Yeah, wait, but at least that's campus. It's campus. It, it is campus. To a campus. <laughs> You know what? I'm okay with it. I'm 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 fine with that. Peachtree City didn't make any sense. There's no campus down there. No, there's not. 
others not. So in the Bobby Dunn golf course, that's pretty much all. I guess for the most part, has been completed as well. Right. I uh, that like wasn't ours though. The state they signed yeah. it over to us. They signed All right, it over cool. To us. cool, cool, cool. Uh, over there by you, Ryan Cheney Track Complex, uh, yeah. to be done. That's great. I think that's awesome to get track and field on there. Hopefully, we can get men's track back. We can get women's lacrosse either at Center Park or at the soccer complex to, to offset men's track coming back. Uh, they got some serious work to do that place, man. It floods <clears throat> on any little bit of rain. Um, there's lots of bumps in it. It's uh, it's not. Not the best track. That's funny because wasn't it Olympic training back when they um it was. Yeah, I think there's just wear and tear, but um it yeah. definitely floods. Yeah. So this is what uh Tim was talking about earlier, way in here. This is a, it's in their area where they're talking about getting naming rights, whatever. And it, it says uh, your name here club room. So there is there is some space for a club of sorts somewhere in what appears to be the basketball arena. And uh, I'm on for a club as long as it serves booze. Is that Ryan from Panther Talk up there in the <laughs> right. tracksuit looking thing? <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like him. It does it, look like him. Well, like, look, if he was doing his best Robocop impersonation, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> also, this chick I don't with know the, what he does in his free time. This girl with like the, the 90s short and the black tights. Like, it's awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, she looked that looks like my neighbor. <laughs> It does show you how tight the uh, arena is going to be, though, because you can see, you know, off to the side where uh, outside of the club room, basically you can see the other side of the wall already. That's a tight uh, hallway. If you haven't had an opportunity to drive by the the sports arena or the the convocation center being built and you can see how tight it is, there there is no room for anything else. Which I'm kind of curious if they would have turned it. 90 degrees if they would have had more room to do stuff, but I guess they wanted to keep that parking area there or something like that. But I would do want parking. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. We can talk about it on last call. That's fine. I okay. know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this for 38 minutes already. This was a topic that came up about an, well, an hour before we uh, started the show. <laughs> I actually got no um, forewarning about this. Everything from me was a live reaction. We yeah. wanted your live raw reaction. It was uh drive I was driving back from dropping off the cocktails at your house, Ryan, when Tim sent me this whole thing. I was and like, did you get this? And he said yes. And I was like, oh okay, cool. I'm late. And then he's like, where did you get this? I'm like, wait, you didn't get this. No, I lied. <laughs> no, you, you sent it to me. Where where did you get where did you get it? I just thought I was behind, you get man. Yeah, you just sent it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I had two topics I wanted to talk about uh, All right, let's do tonight. We're we're already you know thirty nine minutes in. I, uh, I'll give you guys the option we can talk about both of them, or leave one for last call, or, or both for last call. Let's so, do the article. Yeah, actually, so let's get to John. <laughs> do we drop, drop a master plan? I, I will tell you that compared to what Cheryl Levick told us was a master plan back 10 years ago. Yes. This was a master plan. That got actually rude. is. Yeah. This, this would have been super nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's and honestly on the, on the file name itself, it says a uh, V four. So this is a version four of what they've been working on. So Cheryl Levick's was V one. You didn't know though. No, it was, that, that was like an uh, alpha. That, that was like V dot nine. Yeah. She yeah. put double top secret on it. No versions. It yeah. never made it to version one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, yeah. We'll, we'll share. We'll share the uh, the PDF file with you. We'll share it with you. I'm wondering if I was supposed to get this now. 
<laughs> I mean, if no, you don't have it, Ryan. You've looked. You don't have it. John Weaver obviously doesn't have it. No, he's, he seems excited. <laughs> so we're going to get a season desist tomorrow, David. Just uh, FYI. It's already out there now. It's done. You can't delete stuff off the internet. Yeah. You know they're all backing up the State of Atlanta video files on YouTube. Uh, I do. Hello? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I got t two things I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, one is the possibility of a Sunbelt team leaving the conference, and the other was like not just some rumors, but some like legit conversations about college football playoff expansion in football and how that may affect uh, Georgia State and just the G5s in general. But we don't care about the G5 in general. We care about Georgia State. Uh, do you guys want to talk about both of those, one of those, or uh, – Move we should on. talk about playoff expansion. I think. That's I agree. Interesting thing. I think. Yeah, Tim, I agree. What do you think? I mean, you're you're already overruled. But what do you think? Uh, take one to last call. Playoff <laughs> expansion sounds fantastic. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, so, so there's so it's not just a bunch of internet rumors. Uh, they've actually announced from the spring meetings that there was 63 different playoff expansion scenarios discussed uh, by the college football playoff committee uh, all of those including either going from 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 four to six eight ten twelve or sixteen teams i'm going to link uh, two articles in the description uh, one from cbs with the whole thing and then another one that kind of gave me the reason to bring it up today was uh, a guy talking about how it affects the american athletic conference and so since we want to be in that conference we should talk about it and because they're talking about a g5 conference we should talk about it so, uh, yeah, the expectation is they would move from just six to sort from four to eight. But uh, apparently 12 is getting the most interest by the, the committee at this point, according to this article. Yeah, I, I thought they'd inch along. Honestly, I, I, I figured you'd get like six or eight would be like the discussion. We'd probably get six and uh, and, and just we'd you know, gradually increase, but it sounds like 12 is, is what's got the most heat. And that's what I've been calling for all along. You know, you, you know, you let the five P fives conference championships go in, get some at larges and like the best G five, which I know David already, you're not that into uh, making that distinction, but I am, I'm fine with it. And uh, I, I think that's the, that's the best way forward. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like this was coming. I mean, you know, with the 14 playoff, it just didn't, the controversy started getting louder and louder every year. It seemed like, especially this year too, about the teams that thought they should be in who gets the fourth spot. You know, obviously that conversation will just move now to the 12, 13 spot. Like who's the 13th team who didn't get in, but I think you'll avoid all the, well, this was the best fourth place team that should have like fifth place should have been in the playoff. That right? is who's the 13th team is a much easier conversation to have than like, who's the fifth. Right. Maybe that's argument there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's exactly. So you're going to win anyway. So you're absolutely right, Ryan. I, I disagree with anything being done uh, within the actual terms and rules of the playoffs that distinguishes a, a G five team being admitted. Uh, there should be no distinction there whatsoever at all. If they go to eight teams or if they go to 12 teams, Let's look back at this previous year, just going in prior to the college football playoff, that, that last rankings they did. Cincinnati was the seventh ranked team in the college football playoff standings. They would have been included in the, the, uh, the playoffs regardless of any kind of P5, G5 distinction. 
And so right. if there, if we already have a G5 team that's making into top 10, top eight, you know, then the top, <clears throat> top eight or top 12, sure. There's no reason for us to push for a G5 conference champion being here's, forced here, us. Here is why there is a reason to do it, and it's strength of schedule. So you might have a very good G5 team who has literally just never had the opportunity to prove how good they are on the field, even though they are that good. And so when you let the best one of the people who have generally a lower strength of schedule on, you let them prove themselves. No, I, I, see, what, I see what you're saying, but, I'm, but I, what I'm saying is we're already getting a G5 team that's showing up in the top eight, the top 12. It's already happening. Cincinnati was the number seven team in the nation going into the college football playoff last year. One year. The only thing you've got to worry about now is you can put a G5 team as number seven in the college football playoff rankings with no fear right now because they're not playing in the college football playoff. So now if you have eight teams, now you're like, oh, are, is a selection committee going to include the G5 team in the top eight or the top 12? But that that just comes down to making sure they actually rank teams correctly. And I'm not sure we're ranking teams correctly anyways. I was going to say, remember, this isn't the top 12 teams or the, even the top 11 teams. This is your conference championships plus a couple of at-larges. No, it, it, is, it, it should not be that way. It is not. No, I, I disagree completely. It, it, it does not need to be, be that way. It does not need to be conference <clears throat> I've kind of gone back and forth on this a little bit before I used to say, take, you know, the, the top conference champions in the, in the top 10, whatever they may be, whoever they may be, may be. but I'm, I don't want to see a, a crap team play against a, a massive, huge team and just get obliterated. And that become common nature. Oh, we're going to have players that have NFL aspirations. They're going to sit out because like, I just don't want to play against, an inferior team and r run the chance of getting injured or something. There's going to be, there's, there's too much at stake. Does that happen in basketball? Yeah. Right now. So Georgia state, we go and we're ranked. We're, Not we're Georgia state. Georgia state, because any Georgia state player needs that, that, that post tournament. They need every minute. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we oh, need you're saying, you're saying the higher ranked team will, will bench people. Sit. Yeah. No way. No way. Because they don't want to lose. I mean, you that would be like that would be like Baylor benching their top players against us when we beat them. That doesn't make any sense. They well, might they pull the QB or something they if they're pulled. up, right? What? They might pull the QB if they're up big, right? They don't need and them. The, top, the top G5 is still going to be like a really good team, probably. I mean, like usually, I, I, I don't, I, the, in the last 10 years, I think there's always been one G5 team at least. I mean, look at, just look at, look at the NFL right now. When you get to the, la the last couple of uh, games of the season, you've got players that are, are they get us get benched by the coaches because, oh, we don't want them to get injured as we head into the playoffs. I don't want to see that kind of crap happen in, in college football. So I'm saying uh, we, we already have, if we can get pollsters to actually be legit and rank teams accordingly, we already have a G5 team coming in to the top eight or the top 12. We don't need to, we don't need the rules of the NCAA, NCAA, the rules of ESPN's college football playoff to distinguish conferences as P5 and G5. They already do. It's not, no. it's not, it's not but David, it, you're not stopping anything by not no, letting them. And all I'm doing is hurting things by putting it in paper. It's already, I'm paper. Not hurting they already have more voting rights in the NCAA I, than us. I'm not hurting anything at all by mm -hmm. making it distinguish because a G5 team is already there. There's, no. we've, we already have the top ranked G5 making the top eight.
Not always. No, but, what would be, but do they always belong the top eight? What would UCF have made it the year they beat Auburn? I didn't look that yeah. up. Probably. <laughs> I mean, they would have made it if you let the top ranked G5 team in for sure. No. Now, Ryan, I wasn't paying attention to your counter argument at all. Okay. <laughs> but I was hoping you said something to the effect of, well, if they do this, then the P5 teams will stop playing the G5s and they won't have that strength of schedule to get to the top. No, you, I do you, not. You'll be that. iced that out sounds, at, at the edge. Yeah. If you if you put rules in place that establish a P five, so right now P five, David, David, you got to stop Ryan, that. Ryan, Ryan, David, Ryan, David, they Ryan, already Ryan. have those rules. Those if rules exist already. P five, P five, and G five are media and fans. No, 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 no they're not. David, they, no, they're not. Are they are? They're, There's nothing in the NCAA that establishes a P5 okay. or G5 team. That is, I mean, you're honestly, not right. But if we should stop arguing because both of us don't have sources. No, I, I totally know what I'm talking about because I said it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These things are fantastic. <laughs> See, there's it's good stuff. I'm on to I'm the conversations on. like next level. Already. I'm on the daiquiri right now, and uh, when I had it before, I was like, eh, "This is probably my 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 fourth or fifth favorite out of the five. And I'm like, "This is good right now. This is some good stuff." But I'm daiquiri, you're on daiquiri too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm afraid of is there's already the talk, especially over there in, in Europe, that there's super league, and there was like articles written about a potential super league in college football. I don't want there to be any like functional reason for there to be a split from the the top of the P5 and the rest of FBS. And I know you say it already exists, Ryan. But I don't want there to be anything like in like functional writing that says it's out there. We if we're going to expand, like I don't think that the, the playoff committee is going to expand straight from four to uh, twelve. Maybe four to eight, most likely four to six, just to test it out and see how it goes. But what I, sixteen teams is in the consideration of the of the sixty three possibilities. Sixteen teams is considered, and I would love to see us get there. But we will ne we will never get to sixteen teams in the college football playoffs in FBS if we make a distinction of P five and G five here in the in the top eight. It's not going to happen. I don't want a distinction. I'm with you. But I can also see what I was just saying of the P5 basically icing the G5 out by saying, okay, fine. Top 12 teams in. Don't care who you are. We're not playing you anymore. Your schedule goes to hell. I mean, honestly, that's what it should be. I mean, you should really rank the top 12 teams. And take I can the see the P5 doing that then. Take the top twelve team. That 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 should be that should that's what it should be. If you have a legit uh, a playoff, you take the top twelve teams. So here's what I was talking about. It's not the NCAA. I was wrong about that. But the college football playoff already. The committee members include one current athletic director from each of the five major conferences. The P five conferences and other members are former coaches, players, athletic directors, and administrators, plus a retired member of the media. Like they don't even mention G5. Oh, so, hey, so if I stop doing this thing, this podcast, can I get uh, invited to be that that five person? The, the one retired <laughs> member yes, of the media. Absolutely. <laughs> Are we media? Can we can we claim to be media? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. The most hard hitting news here. So here's my idea. The way I think it'd be the best because what I don't want to see is I don't want to see uh, big teams just 
pulverizing the the smaller teams in uh, in the college football playoffs. I will. I'm all for a 16 team playoff, but you have a two round bye for the top four, a one round bye for five through eight, and then you let everybody else like sit. Was it six through uh, other crap play out? and kind of work their way up. I think that could be a really good, because you would actually get legit good games at the early on. It's the same thing with, with uh, the basketball tournament. Yes. We finally see, saw uh, a 16 seed beat a one seed. How long did it take in college basketball? But college basketball is different than college football. I want to see some good games at, the, at a lower level of playoff and have those teams work their way up. So a G five or a bad P five team has to play three games to make it to the championship Whereas, yeah, the first round buys sort of help with that, right? Yeah, you do, you do a, a two round buy for the top four teams and a one round yeah. buy for uh, <laughs> five through uh, eight. And I think then we get some compelling football, some real compelling football. Well, and I know you um, also hate this idea because you don't like conference champions going in, but you let all 10 conference champions in and then six at larges. No, I think when you start making that kind of argument is when you start losing a lot of people because they want the money. They want to see well, But you're playing for something. It's it's to your point. You're always playing for something. So for conference champions, you're always like just trying to get into those playoffs. I, I don't disagree. And I, I was with you for the so for the longest time. And the more and more I've thought about it. Yeah. I just I just don't want to see crap football. I want to see good. I don't football. think you. I don't think you do in that scenario. I mean, I think your conference champions probably are going to play a so, game. So I, I was looking at it. If we would have done my idea that this the actually my idea is actually was a, was a, 12, a twelve team thing. And you, you're just taking top twelve. You top top well the top twelve teams. You would have gotten the in the first round: Georgia, Wisconsin, Miami, Oregon, Oklahoma, BYU, Indiana, Iowa State in the first round of the playoffs. I think that's fun. That sounds good. Assuming all top uh, top seeded teams win, then Wait, you get, Coastal's not in there. No, uh, Coastal was uh, ranked twentieth. Oh, so just on, just on the outside looking in. So assume assuming that the, the top seeded teams won the first round playoff, then you get Texas A and M versus Georgia, Florida Miami, Cincinnati Oklahoma. There's your G five team Cincinnati in second round. And then you get Northwestern Indiana, some like some good games. And assuming again the top seeded teams win, you're looking at Bama, Texas A&M, a conference a game, Notre Dame, Florida. I got a footnote, Notre Dame, uh, Clemson, Cincinnati, and then Ohio State, Northwestern. That's a fun three or four weeks of football to get us to the semifinals. I like your idea with the 16 teams and the buys and all that. Like, I think you'd have some really good first round games with the lower teams trying to duke it out to like basically a playing game, right? right. I mean, it's, right. it's playoffs, but it's a play. It's playing game. It's playing game. So, my, my footnote on Notre Dame is maybe we would finally stop getting the the pollsters putting Notre Dame in the top four because they, they could, just put them in. Yeah, they like, we'll, 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 we'll put them in the number five team. They'll get a one round by. And but we're not, we stopped getting Notre Dame as a high seeded team that has no business being in the college football playoffs to begin with. I, I you know, and I, and I, lo- I love, your, um, I love the 16 teams. I would take 12 in a heartbeat, just in a heartbeat. I think that would make even if they chose at random between the way that we want to actually select people to be into it, it will make it worlds better. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we, we got heated and we care a lot about nonsense because uh, we're sports fans and that's what we do, especially when we drink. But um, everything we've said would be so much better than this top four stupid. So I, we're, we're not going from four teams to 12 teams, I don't think. Yeah, we are. Um, but we're, we're, we're going from four eight. to six or four to eight. I six think. would be dumb, but that's what all, I expect. All I want, all I want is that when we do move, we, when they move that there's no P five G five distinction. Like they're not, they're not including a G five champion just to include a G five team. If a G five team is in the top eight, then yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I mean, I think if they go to six, you're just, it's not enough. That 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 tension of the top four is now top six. You're yeah. still going to have it. And so, Tim, and Tim, think about this. This was originally a, a twelve-year agreement between uh, the the schools and ESPN, the college football playoffs, and ESPN, which they're already looking at redoing two years earlier. If we just go from four to six, how many years is that going to be in there before we can rene- renegotiate something else? So, I say go to eight. Don't make any distinction on g5 just say take the uh if, if you want to do anything say take the uh, top four conference champions in the top 10 or something and then the rest are at larges i think with eight they might not make a distinction with 12 yes. i think they would make a g5 distinction mm. all right hold on John. whether you like it or not whether we agree with it or not i think that's what they'd do uh, so John says one of the problems with that playoff structure is what do you do with three undefeated conference champs? One of those teams has to play three games. Uh, are you, are you, is there going to be an undefeated? Is there going to be an eight, an undefeated ACC, SEC, or, or uh, big team that's going to play three games? Uh, I don't know. Could be. In I mean, the, I guess if you have like a you know Eastern, well, whatever, Atlantic Coastal. Any undefeated team in those three conferences is going to be ranked one through four, mm-hmm. and we'll only have like a basically have a, a buy into the, the the quarterfinals. I think the ACC is your outlier. You could have a terrible coastal, I think that's what it's called, team or the Atlantic, whatever, get to the yeah. championship, win it, and they're not in that top slot. They took out the top slot, right? And then what do you do? Well, it's like whatever. So you didn't you didn't deserve to be there anyway. There's a big distinction between, you know, who's that fourth and fifth team, but then you start talking about who's like that, you know, 10th and 11th team or whatever. Maybe that's so much different. Like there, it's who cares at that, at that point. And it's, it's, yeah, it's different. He updated it to two. I, I, I put it up there. Yeah. Yeah, I, you, I, you also can't, um, the ACC, you're all worried. You were worried about them being the ones that would, would have this problem, but like Clemson's just been killing everybody, you know? Right. Well, they're easiest to pick on that. You also can't you can't build the whole con- the whole structure based off of uh, Clemson. Off of I mean, they're they're a, they're a bad they conference. They have a, they have like a number one team for the past you know however many years. So number one or two. Yeah. Hey, so we're hitting an hour, guys. Uh, Woo! I mean, we I think we talked about fun stuff though, especially uh, us yelling at each other and talking over each other and stuff. That was the best. That works well. That works really well. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get liquor in us, man, and it's a little different. <laughs> well, holder, and to think that we actually talked about getting together today to do this uh, live together all in the, the studio would have been amazing. That yeah, we would have lost at least a 
one of you guys on the way home tonight. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> Especially with all this rain, man. I mean, it sounds pretty crazy out there. It's pretty bad out there. I, mean, I don't know if you heard the thunder after the lightning just a few minutes ago, but I mean, that was yeah, intense. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh, we're going to head over to last call at this point. Uh, there was The other topic I wanted to bring up was about one of potentially one of the uh, conference members leaving. There's been some talk about it happening. We know that we, we know there's talk between uh, Missouri Valley Conference and one of the basketball schools. I'll give you that much. And we're going to talk about that. Too much. We'll talk about that in uh, last call. Yeah. If you're a Patreon member, join us. Yeah. We'll put we might talk time. about how many millions of dollars it'll take to finish our master plan. <laughs> $7.5 million. So I drank a margarita, a Mai Tai, a daiquiri. I only got through three, two and a half cocktails during this versus like my normal eight Miller Lights, and I'm feeling pretty good right now. I, I just did two, and I, I I poured another gimlet. So I'm on my third. Right yeah. yeah. I did daiquiri, vodka, gimlet, and I'm on a margarita right now, which is actually pretty good. I like that one. Good call, dude. I know yeah. you told me um, to be careful about saying negative things, um, but I'm going to. It smells funny. It's so good. <laughs> Like it, like I smelled it and I was like, "Ew, it smells that, weird." That, and that's and what, then I tasted it and I'm like, "That's COVID. Wow. That's COVID." That, that's what she said. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know. Uh, yeah. So, in honor of uh, Post Meridian sponsoring that, shout out our our uh, free ship code this week is cocktails. Uh, thanks to uh, special thanks to Post Meridian for giving us some drinks tonight. I think we had a good time talking about the. Uh, uh, the Georgia State and college ball playoff and all the facilities and everything. Uh, if you would like to uh, join us on uh, last call and get access to it early, uh, please consider joining our Patreon. It's only three bucks a month. Uh, you get access to our private group chat as well, available patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. We're going to go over there. We're going to talk about uh, these cocktails. We're going to talk about uh, this team possibly leaving the conference, what it means to Georgia State. And, um, uh, one more thing. Uh, I don't have to pee. Oh, I do. I do. I know, I but it's just, it's just weird. Usually, right now, I'm like racing off, and you know, <laughs> only having a couple of ounces of, of liquid in me. It's definitely benefit. Sorry, I sorry. I, you know. Oh no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so, wait, should we extend this podcast episode for David? <laughs> well, fortunately, I have the end broadcast button, and neither of you do. So. Okay, fine. More facilities pouring it. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week about uh, who the hell knows. It'll be Georgia State related somehow. We'll figure out a way to make it Georgia State related. Yep. <laughs> Bye y'all. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.